The following is a hoop bowl presentation. All right, welcome into the Hoop Ball Celtics podcast presented by Hoop Ball. I am your host, Patrick Lounsbury. You can follow me on Twitter at Ball and Opinions. That's B A L L I N O P I N I O N S. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Hoop Ball Celtics for anything show related and updates and and just some commentary on the games throughout the progress here. All right, guys, um, what a win, right? The the Celtics ended up taking out. The Golden State Warriors, despite, you know, a huge game by Steph Curry, winning 119 to 114. It was a quite a show. Um, I will say that to the at least is and we're gonna talk about just some of the some of the things we saw during this game. Uh, we'll we'll take a look at Jason Tatum and, and Steph Curry and how uh how maybe Steph Curry has really changed the the game and how impressive he was tonight, but also the fact that Jason Tatum was able to rise to that occasion and and meet with somebody who is a multiple champion and a unanimous MVP in their respective careers. So let's we'll go into some of that detail as well. So, yeah, let's just jump in it here, man. Uh, I, right off the get-go here, it, it looked like the Celtics were a little slow to come out the gate. And... I thought Golden State was just doing really good of just staying within their offense and, and finding the opportunity to score. Um, they really made Boston pay uh, a lot of times for any mishaps on defense. The defense was really, really lacking, especially in the paint. You know, we had no Robert Williams going into this game. So, and Jalen Brown also was out due to a non-COVID sickness and Fournier was still out in safety protocols. So just seeing this this team, like, no Jalen Brown, no Robert Williams, no Fournier. Like, it was, it's a fair matchup, you know, and we just ended up getting Jabari Parker and who we will talk about in this as well. Uh, Celtics did a, did a good job here of just, they were, they were good out there like out the gate um in the sense of like they were they had energy they just weren't converting well and they weren't playing good defense so it wasn't like they were just playing sloppy they still had a different vibe around them uh it was just the the pain protection early on they really missed robert williams's ability to deter like a lot of the guards and wings from getting into the paint and really crashing boards so i thought the Celtics were, they came out a little flat in the sense of like they weren't able to hit anything in, on offense and they weren't able to do much on defense. They were really discombobulated and not doing exactly what I, I thought they should have been able to do. Um, Javari Parker also got his first uh, appearance uh, as a Boston Celtic. His first quarter appearance was a little shaky at first. He had like two really, really bad turnovers. And I mean, oh god awful. Like they were not even like decent, like you can passable turnovers. They were just like blatant, really bad turnovers. Now outside of that, he was able to um, really bring himself together and, and finish off with a wonderful night, I thought, from from his standpoint and Let's see here. I, I believe he played a total of... I don't want to misquote that. Uh, 
He played 16 minutes in his first appearance with the Boston Celtics. He had 11 points and four offensive rebounds. He was five of six from the field. Just an absolute great display from a guy who hasn't really played, you know, in a game in over six months. Like, that's tough, man. Coming in here and doing that is is nothing to just, like, ignore. And the fact that he was able to do that and raise his game to that level was very impressive. Uh, He did a lot of good things on the offensive side. Now, he's not there for defense, so I'm not even going to really judge him on that front. Um, We'll see if we can get anything out of him defensively moving forward, but... At the end of the day, like he's there to get buckets. Like we need somebody in in one of those units to really add like a little scoring punch, add a little threat, just space the floor more. Like he could definitely play like a small ball five that can that can score. So just a good um, good little display there by Jabari Parker as his first um, time going in. Um. I did like that Tatum was driving early on in this game. I thought that was a big reason for his success tonight and why he was able to get 44 points. He was magnificent picking his shots. His shot selection was really good. Staying in rhythm, making sure he's attacking the rim. Not uh, not settling too much, but also like finding ways to get shots. He was hitting a lot of difficult shots. But that's the thing with Tatum, like... I, I preach this and I'm think, saying this um, right now is Tatum is so much better hitting his jumper once he gets a few shots at the rim. It's it's like that unlocks him. Like it, it's a rhythm thing for him. When he settles out the gate, you just watch his shots always hit really short, just in and out, and you're just like, oh, one of five to start the game. And, and that's something right there I wanted to point out because. Tatum is so good when he drives, man. Like, he, when he gets to the rim and he makes himself a threat to finish over guys or, or at least, like, gravitate the defense towards him, he's opening it up for the rest of his team. If his team starts getting going, then they, they can't absorb and collapse on him as hard, and it just keeps opening up more opportunities for him. He was taking advantage of every opportunity in this game. He was just he was the only reason in the first quarter that the Celtics had a chance cuz he was he was getting almost every bucket. Tatum is a walking bucket, man. This guy is he reminds me of a um like a a Tracy McGrady Paul George like mix right and I think his potential is to be pretty elite on both the offensive and defensive side so I'm hoping that he was able to do um, to be able to do that that would have been something that's very good I I think his potential is definitely like out of the building uh, as far as that goes he definitely has that ability to be a strong you know, individual who has the opportunity to be at an MVP level in this league. It would not shock me to, to see Jason Tatum win an MVP in his career at all. And I'm not just saying that because he's a Boston Celtic. I'm saying that from just watching him from an eye perspective um, and just watching how he plays the game. It's There's so many more levels to his game that he can raise, and he's only getting better year by year. So thought he displayed a lot of that tonight. He also had that nice buzzer to going into the half as he ended up helping the Celtics finish off a 10-0 run, uh, cutting that 16-point lead to six going into halftime, which was huge. 
that first half we we were just trying to survive the the whole nuclear Steph Curry, you know, showing. Steph Curry was absolutely bananas, man. He was hitting he was hitting some shots. He had this uh and one shot, nearly was a three. Foot was on past the line barely. And he gets Grant to bite on a pump fake and throws it up with his left hand like a little wild hook shot and it went right in and you're just like, Oh my god. This is the type of night that uh, Steph Curry's going to end up having. And we saw Steph Curry pretty much be magical, man. He was able to, you know, get shots off. He has the quickest release, man. I swear he, he just, he needs a half a foot of space to breathe and lift up his shot. And in 0.3 seconds, he's getting that shot off. It doesn't matter how much you anticipate him he is able to get that shot off and he's just impressive to watch honestly it's also um boston uh, had a good showing from kemba walker man kemba walker was great i liked kemba walker tonight i thought kemba walker was doing a lot of good things uh he's been amazing with passing the ball but this game he just he took over as you know I'm going to be the second scorer. And, you know, Jalen Brown tonight, I thought he took that personal in the sense of, like, he was going to be the one who ended up stepping up for for Jalen Brown tonight. And I think he did a wonderful job of taking over that second scoring role because I don't know if Jason Tatum could have done much more than what he did. So I just was, I was just really impressed with the fact that Kemba Walker was able to step up and I'm hoping that he realizes too like this is the type of Kemba Walker they need even when Jalen Brown's in because it adds different elements and layers to the Celtics it makes them so much more of a threat so much more unguardable that they need to be able to find a way to get Kemba Walker to play like this on a consistent level um, Kemba Walker ended up finishing with 26. Him and Jason Tatum combined for a team 60 points, uh, over half the amount of points for the Boston Celtics, who scored 119. Did a lot of good things there. Jabari Parker and Peyton Pritchard both chipped in with 11 points. They did. They were really solid. And then Marcus Smart, you know, coming in with 16 points, was uh, the main facilitator with six assists, led the game. Um, Kemba Walker and Tatum both had three apiece for the second most. He, Mark Smart, also was second uh, with rebounds behind Jason Tatum, who was 10. He had uh, 9, and even Kemba Walker had 8. So it, it was kind of weird seeing uh, both Marcus Smart and Kemba Walker out-rebound Tristan Thompson. But, you know, there's crazier things. It was a group box out a lot of the time, and they, at the end of the day, they got, they got everything done that they needed to get done. So um, after three quarters, though... Uh, it was just like the Curry and, and Tatum show. Going into that fourth quarter, Steph already had 38. Jason Tatum had 32. And then the full the fourth quarter was just haymaker after haymaker. You know, it was like which which team is not going to be able to make more shots at the end of the game. It was it came down to the Celtics really just hitting more shots. I think I don't think there's there's much more to that. Um. But I thought there the the defense actually wasn't as bad. I thought Curry Curry was able to just make 
ridiculous shots too easily like shots that should be really difficult for any player like Steph just makes sometimes look really effortlessly and it's like Grant Grant Williams was like switched on the Curry a few times and I know that's a mismatch but he was playing really really good defense and I thought the Celtics ended up it was it was just a weird 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 situation that like it was like Grant's right there in your face, almost touching your hand when the ball's releasing, and you're just going to shoot right over it and, and make it anyways. Like, it was... Curry was absurd. He was doing step backs. He was throwing up shots that just shouldn't even had a chance going in go, to get to go in. And I I was just... It was mind-boggling, man. It was a, a, a film that you would have to, like, rewatch. Like, I'm probably going to rewatch that game probably, like, another, like, eight times. Just watching Steph Curry be Steph Curry and then Jason Tatum rising to the occasion. That's something like, so I want to talk about who I think is the leader of this team and talk about Jason Tatum, how he was so good. Um, Jason Tatum is not the person I think is the leader of this team. I think he's the best player on this team. I don't think he's the leader of this team. I think the leader of this team is Marcus Smart. And I don't think you necessarily have to be the best player to be the the team leader, right? Like, for example, like Golden State, we're playing them. I don't think Steph is the, the leader. I think that's Draymond, but Steph's the best player, you know, without a doubt. So um, that doesn't always come hand in hand, definitely, in my opinion. Um, I think, though, that Marcus Smart is tangibles and his ability to check his teammates and hold them accountable and, and lead by example with his hard work. I think it's clear that he's a big part of the leadership of this team. That's why I feel like he is the, the leader. And I think Jalen Brown also is more of like the co-leader in that sense. Like he's being molded for that role because Jalen Brown has that intelligence and in like presentability of a leadership person. He has the qualities. He has the mind for it. He's definitely one of those guys. He's just he's a different type of leader. Like he's not going to be super loud and vocal on the court, but maybe behind the doors he'll be more uh, engaged and and really guiding his teammates to um, getting to the next level but and then also just going into Jason Tatum's night he was absolutely absurd uh, he ends up joining Larry Bird as the only Celtics with it, multiple 40 point 10 rebound games at at the age of 23 or younger so Jason Tatum making more history being the best version of himself and really really giving it Giving it a go, man. This is this is the MVP MVP level type Tatum that we've been wanting to see. This is the Tatum that we were expecting. Maybe the COVID situation where you know he, he still says he uses like a hailer before games and stuff like that. That could be a reason for why he hasn't been as you know solid, you know, consistent bases and and he keeps trying to find a rhythm. So I think as he's getting healthier and healthier, we're starting to see this this star emerge in front of our eyes of, of what we thought that he could be and it's it's a beautiful sight watching jason tatum um not only pick apart defenses on as a playmaker now as the season's been winding down but picking his spots using elite style offensive moves to create enough space to make a, a tough difficult shot but still enough to make him comfortable enough to knock it down i thought he was a uh, amazing at just doing that and 
the ability he's been able to raise his game to recently has just been phenomenal and I do want to state that I've I've been really impressed with him and his his uh, turnaround from being this guy who just likes to settle and we don't know if he can take that step as far as really getting to a comfortable shooting you know like at the rim type guy and then and then work his way in and then out so it, it seemed like he was kind of stuck and like I'm gonna settle for bad shots and, and have a bad shot selection to now he looks like he he's taking advantage so but yeah um the the Celtics end up playing uh the Bulls next here on Monday um as far as that game goes it does look like we are going to be without a Jalen Brown is still questionable we're we're out of Fournier Robert Williams is going to be out as well and then Jason Tatum showed up on the injury report with a left angle in pigment so will be interesting to see how that goes uh, especially if Jalen Brown still misses in their game with that illness and then uh, Kemba Walker also apparently showed up uh, you know went on the report later on today and today is uh, Sunday by the way of recording this and he apparently also has a non-COVID illness and is questionable for the game. Celtics could be out without a lot of players here um, after they've been on the six game win streak is going to be at stake they do have the league high win streak right now and you know this could end up being a very uh, interesting uh, game if, if a lot of these guys can't suit up but I do hope that after that they do have two days off. I'm hoping we can see a 100% healthy Celtics team for the first time this season. That's what I'm banking on. I think uh, Fournier should be back by then. Hoping Robert Williams' knee looks a lot better with more time off. And then uh, hopefully these guys get over their, their sickness and, and Jason Tatum's ankle is fine. So um, a lot that we're in hopefulness with uh, as far as that goes, man. Um, I'm just really excited for the way this team is is playing right now. They're they're headed in a lot positive a direction. They're winning games that they wouldn't have won had it been earlier this year. They just played with a, a lot more togetherness. The ball movement has been better. They're just playing more as a team. It's it's a unity of trusting each other on both ends of the basketball court. And I thought as a team they've really done a great job of leveling up from you know being down because this team this team if they would have lost a couple more games man it would have been really bad for the mental aspect of everything and you could have seen this whole season really just take a really bad turn and the locker room could have got really really toxic and they've they went they're they're pushing through it man they are this is a team now with a lot of confidence believes in themselves and a team that's been to three of the last uh, four Eastern Conference Finals like they have trusted in themselves and I think that if they go into this postseason first round second round third round it doesn't matter you know like a 100% healthy Celtics team has a chance to make noise and there's a lot of teams that are underestimating what they can do and how high of a level that they can reach but um, I, I truly believe that this Celtics team has the ability to really do something special, uh, especially in those regards of uh, getting into the postseason, especially healthy, man. Like, there's there's no, like a very – it's going to be hard to beat us. Like it's 
the Nets are going to, I even think we can give the Nets trouble. We can give the Sixers haven't proven that they can beat us in the playoffs. And then the Bucks as well. Like, I think we match up well um, with them. And I'm not scared of Miami. If anything, I want Miami first round. I want the Celtics to prove because if they, if we can't beat Miami in, you know, the first round, then, you know, throw out the window with the other three, you know, <laughs> like, um, I'd love to take Miami first round. I feel like there's redemption there. I thought a lot of their players played out of their mind in that series and that knocked us out last year in that Eastern Conference Final. And Kemba Walker's knee wasn't super in great shape. It looks like it's starting to feel a lot better now. And i love, absolutely love to get Miami that first round. Also, man, just a big shout-out again to uh, Jabari Parker on his return in, in playing his first NBA game in like six months and showing that he still has something to give and hopefully he plays well moving forward here. Hopefully this is not just that one first game adrenaline push. He could be getting a lot of run, a lot of run here if of those guys who don't suit up. He could be a a crazy, crazy game for Jabari Parker. It could be almost like a 15, 16 point, uh, 16 shot type game where he just gets a lot of opportunities to to put the ball in the hoop so but other than that guys thank you so much for stopping by and listening please go ahead and give the show a five-star rating on apple podcast um write a review if you want please just you know give us some feedback love that um anything is always warranted and just give us a five-star rating man it helps us out a lot here at uh, Hoopball Celtics. And uh, my name is Patrick. I am your host. You can also find the show on Twitter at Hoopball Celtics and me on Twitter at Ballin Opinions. That's B A L L I N O P I N I O N S. All right, guys. Thank you so much for stopping by today and giving it a listen. I'll catch you guys after the Monday game of Chicago Bulls. Hey, later.